to the $100 MBA Show, your one-stop shop for business strategies, education, and motivation with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar home. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And in today's lesson, we're going to be discussing short-term business collaborations. If you're doing things on your own right now, if you're a solopreneur and you're thinking about maybe doing something with somebody else, but you don't want to commit to having a co-founder or sharing equity, you may want to work on a project together with somebody in your market. This is what I call short-term business collaborations. In fact, I'm a part of a short-term business collaboration right now working on a project with Jason Zook, a good friend of mine and fellow entrepreneur. I'm actually going to walk you through our business collaboration why it may be a good idea, and how to set the ground rules to make sure it's a win-win for everybody. All right, guys, let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by SumoMe, the number one tool to grow your email list and increase your website traffic. And who doesn't want that? Best of all, SumoMe is absolutely free, and it works on any website. I've been using AppSumo for over two years now, and my only regret is not using it sooner. So you got nothing to lose and everything to gain, so head on over to sumome.com. Again, that's sumome.com. Today's episode is all about if you ever wanted to team up with another entrepreneur on a project to build something together, to join forces, like the Avengers or something, right? No, seriously, this will give you an idea if you have ever want to work with somebody long-term as a partner or a co-founder or if you want to continue to do these short-term projects with other people. I want to make sure it's very clear what these short-term business collaborations are. They're exactly that. It's a collaboration that's short-term with somebody else. You're not giving equity in your business. You're not making them your partner. But you're working on something together, and you'll split the revenue. And of course, you'll split the expenses. Now, many people have done this before on different levels. You may have done it yourself. You could have hosted a webinar with somebody else, partnered with somebody to do a webinar. That's a collaboration, especially if you're splitting revenue. You might have sent out an affiliate email. That's a collaboration. But what I'm talking about today is building out a product with somebody and selling it out into the public. We're not going to get into services today because services usually are ongoing. But with a product, it's a standalone thing. You could sell it by itself, and you can even sell it for a short period of time. So how do these short-term business collaborations work? Well, basically, you make up the rules. You and your partner. You decide what works for you too. But there are some general guidelines you may want to follow. Things that keep things organized. And like I mentioned, I'm going to share with you what Jason Zook and I are working on as well as how we work together. Number one, you got to make sure that you have some sort of chemistry. That's what makes a great collaboration. Now, Jason Zook has done more business collaborations than I've done He's done collaborations with Paul Jarvis, with Matt Giovannisi, with Nathan Barry. So he's a veteran when it comes to this. But he does choose collaborators that he has good chemistry with. Now, Jason and I are really good friends, and we have a good chemistry together. And the funny thing is that one time we were on a webinar together, and it was probably one of the funnest webinars both of us had. And we realized, hey, we have a really good chemistry together. We really should do something together. And when I say chemistry, I mean that What comes out of our time together in terms of the product or the work or whatever we're teaching, it's really good. We complement each other's skills very well. And that leads me to point number two. Each of you have to bring something to the table. And hopefully, they're complementary skills. It doesn't mean you both have to be different. Jason and I are similar in many ways. 
but we're also very different and we bring different skill sets to the table. Number three, planning and delegation. So you might be wondering what Jason and I are building. What are we planning? Well, we've been working on in the last few months a course called Easy Course. I mentioned this once before on the show. An Easy Course is a step-by-step 30-day course to get you to launch your online course in 30 days. You can check it out later this month at easycourse.co. This is a project I've been wanting to create for some time. And when I came across Jason and we became friends and we started working together, I realized, hey, he'd be great to collaborate with because he's a great teacher, he's fun, he's entertaining, and he really knows his stuff when it comes to course creation. He's created a lot of valuable courses in his time. And with my background of teaching and business and the $100 MBA and Webinar Ninja, we just thought this would be a great collaboration. So I mentioned planning and delegation. So when Jason and I started this course or started planning for this course, we had to sit down and have a grand meeting. And one of the things we established is who's going to do what. But first we had to decide what to do to get this thing done. So we basically made a laundry list, a to-do list of things we have to do to complete this product. From outlining the course to recording the videos, to the sales, to the marketing, to the webinar that's going to help us launch it to the website, all these things needed to be listed down. We then made a timeline of progression, when we're gonna do what. And then lastly, we delegated who's gonna do what. So I was assigned to do certain tasks, Jason was assigned to do certain tasks, and even Caroline, his partner, and Nicole chipped in, and they're gonna be doing things as well to help us out. So that was the initial planning of the collaboration. Then it's time to roll up your sleeves and get to work. Everybody's gotta do what they have to do to get it done. And as we progress through the work, we often try to meet about it. We have a phone call. We might have dinner together. But the point here is, is that, hey, are we on track? What is left to do? When are we going to finish this point? You know, because we both have our busy lives and our other businesses to take care of. So that's really important when you're collaborating with somebody else, making sure everybody is on track. What else do you have to consider in a collaboration? So I mentioned money and we talked about expenses and profits. And with Jason and I, we're going to be splitting both. And we just keep a record in a spreadsheet of all the expenses that we occur. So I might buy the domain name, that's X amount of dollars. He may pay for web hosting, that's X amount of dollars. The point is, at the end of the day, no one should be shortchanged. And this should be very clear. Even if you're close friends, you got to make sure that the finances are clear. Now, before I was talking about the delegation, you also have to agree on the workload. You got to make sure that you feel like the workload is fair. And it's okay if during the actual collaboration you're working and you say, hey, I need some help with this. This is a lot of work. As long as you guys actually do it together and make it happen, you both have the same end goal in mind. Remember, you're a team here. So lastly, you have to decide and agree on the amount of marketing each of you are going to do. Remember, Jason has his own audience. I have my own audience. And we have to agree on how we're going to market this. So in your collaboration, you got to figure that out. So with Jason and I, we decided we're going to do a webinar come launch day. We're going to invite both our audiences to this webinar. And that's how we're going to initially market. We're also going to let our subscribers know about it. And later down the line, we might decide on doing some other marketing, whether it's Facebook ads, we'll have to split those expenses. But the point here is, is that you have to agree on what is going to happen. You don't want one party to be doing all the marketing and the other doesn't. It has to be a joint effort. Guys, I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor, Ernest. Did you know you can refinance your student loans, save thousands, and make a new loan incredibly easy to manage? 
Our sponsor this week, Ernest, has created the most flexible refinancing experience to help financially responsible grads take control of their student loans at meetearnest.com. Their products help clients to save an average of almost $18,000 with variable rates starting as low as 2.13% APR. And Ernest never charges any fees. They let you customize your payment to match your budget and timeline. And with their simple dashboard, they make it easy for you to manage your loan, even from your phone. Ernest can do this because they're a new kind of lender, one that looks at things traditional banks don't, like your saving habits and earning potential. That's how they give you the lowest rates possible. And even better, their expert in-house customer service team is available via phone, email, and chat for the life of your loan. It takes less than two minutes to find out how much you can save. And they even have a special offer for listeners to The $100 MBA Show. You'll get a $150 bonus when you refinance through meetearnest.com slash 100MBA. Don't get stuck paying more than you have to. Check out meetearnest.com slash 100MBA. One of the things that Jason and I established in our collaboration and when we delegated tasks to each other is that you got to put somebody in charge of a task. Basically, somebody's got to be the lead on the task and they're responsible for getting it done. We can work together to get it done, meaning he could revise my work, I can do the same, but somebody, one of the two, has to be responsible for getting that task done. These types of collaborations are a great exercise in communication, making sure that you have an open and honest conversation. Make sure each of you knows what to expect and what your responsibilities are. Having said that, it's really fun to work with somebody new and to put something together. I can't wait to launch Easy Course, everybody, and see it come to life. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. I hope you loved it. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, guys, so you get all our episodes automatically. You're going to want to hit subscribe because we're going to be hitting episode 600 in a couple episodes. It's going to be a very special episode. We're going to celebrate. We're going to give away something. Don't want to ruin the surprise. All right, guys, that's it for me today. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. Collaborations work best when it's a win-win. You got to make sure that both parties are happy with the agreement and are also happy on what they're working on. And it's not just some sort of moneymaker. For Jason and I, Easy Course is something that we've both been wanting to see in the market. So we decided, hey, let's create it. A detailed course that walks you by the hand each day for 30 days to make sure that you launch your online course. Make sure there's more than just financial motivation behind your collaboration. All right, guys, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.